Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. My name is Varro. On the call, I have the man that has horchata running through his veins, Flo. What's up, Flo? What's going on, man? Uh, how you feeling? Uh, I'm alright, man. A little sleepy, a little depressed that we have to talk about a loss, but I'm here. <laughs> Right, and on the other line, I got the man that got dragged by the Bayhive and lived to tell the tale. <laughs> What's up, Rigo? <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, Flo, do you have diabetes? Because, I mean, like, if you have a chatter running through your veins, like, that doesn't seem healthy. Uh, Sorry. It's a possibility, man. I don't know. <laughs> to, get that to, be, to be honest, I'm just here, you know, living life till I die. I might as well die with horchata in my veins. Well, this is true. You know, I, I can't eat or I can't drink horchata while I'm eating my food because, like, I feel like it fills me up, and then I, I I eat less tacos. So I usually have it as like my dessert after my meal. I don't know about you guys. That's just me. I feel like so, horchata makes more room for tacos for me. No, I feel like it fills me up. No, sir. But uh, that New York horchata. <laughs> it's Mexican horchata too. But uh, I'm all right. I'm tired as well. I'm sad. I, the, the fucking game on Saturday completely ruined my mood, and it sucks that we have to wait a whole week to watch them play again. Uh, at least it's a short week. We got a game on Friday night this time. Mm. I'm not really that sad that we have to wait another week to watch the back line, but yeah, I, I get your point. I mean, I I had to watch it. Um, I watched it yesterday and today. I watched the first half yesterday. I fell asleep, I think, twice. And then today, the second half kept me awake, and, but we lost, so still sad. Yeah. I mean, I watched it live, and... Uh... <laughs> Completely ruined my mood afterwards. Like, and then I rewatched it again. How would you do that to yourself to see if they won? You know, you know, because for for journalistic purposes, (laughs) it's what I do. It's what I do for this podcast. (laughs) You know what? I'm gonna put my pride aside and watch this game again. See what I missed. Well, I didn't miss much. I didn't miss much. But uh, I did watch it twice, and I mean, I, I am a glutton for pain, so it, it, I do it like I am the kind of person that will watch losses over and over again. Um, and that one felt like we should have tied. Like, I mean, it could have easily been three one, but at the same time, it could have easily been two two. Um, and. I was hoping we would score. Like even even as, I, as I'm watching like the rerun, I'm like, like, damn, it was so close. Like I'm getting excited. Like the shot that Bolido where it hits the cross where it hits not the crossbar, one of the one, one, the, one of the bars, the, the poles. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's, I'm, let's I'm just like, like let's backtrack a little. Let's uh let's start talking about the lineup. Uh, we had a uh, got that goal. We had a uh, Chapo Sanchez, Salcido, Marin, and Aris. So like right off the bat, the center backs were a worry again, like always. Michael Perez came back, Orbelin Pineda, 
Rodolfo Pizarro, Chofis, Ronaldo Cisneros, and Carlos Cisneros. Um, Pulido sat out the first half. I think they were trying to protect them, but he came on later in the game. But what do you guys think of the lineup when you first saw it? Rigo, where, where did everyone play? Because it didn't seem, I mean, I didn't start watching until the 20th minute, but it didn't seem like people were playing in positions we want them to play in. No, they didn't. Uh, he played with, it was almost like, uh, it was like a 4 4 1 1. And he played, um, obviously, the back line was. Same, you know, not the same as always, but he had uh, Chapo and Aris on, the, on each of, on each of the fullback lines, and then uh, Marin and Salcido in the middle, uh, and then it was Michael Perez and Orbelin in the middle, and he put Pizarro on the left wing, and he put Cisneros on the right wing, and Chofis was like free in the middle, and uh, Ronaldo was up top. Um, so that's why it seemed like, um, like, like everybody was out of place because he, he did he did switch it around. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that's what seemed off because I would personally rather have Pizarro in the middle and Chofis on the on the wing so he can cut in. No, that seemed to be that seemed to be off. It didn't seem like it was flowing correctly. Yeah, the the one there's a couple of factors. Monterrey was pressing really high, like and just they went all out press. Yeah, in the first half, like the I whole game. That. Mm-hmm. Chivas tried to Chivas, you know, in the I think the first five, five ten minutes, Chivas was trying to do their thing, but even still, like. Um, like they would, they they were they, they were making plays, but it just seemed like Monterrey was just like a step ahead of them every single time. Um, and then after like the tenth, ten fifteenth minute, it just seemed like Monterrey took over. Um, and Chivas just well, they could not retain possession of the ball. Uh, there was nobody that could that could hold on to the ball. They couldn't string together more than a few passes. Um, the team was just struggling to be able to. Um, just retain possession. And part of it was the pressure, and the other part was, I feel like, you know, Salcido, Marin in the back, they don't really provide any support when, when you pass it back. Guys were kind of sluggish, I felt, in the, fir- in the first half. Like, they weren't getting open, moving around. Like, normally, like, you know, you give a pass and you get open. And, like, the, like the guys were given a pass and then nobody was open. So then... When uh, Monterrey would come pressure, they would have to pass the ball back, and by that time, by the time they pass the ball back, Monterrey's already set and they're already covering everybody again. Um, so it, it, that's what it seemed like. It just seemed like they, like, the first half they were sluggish, plus Monterrey's like high pressure, like they wasn't allowed them to do anything. Yeah, and we, like all season we've watched Chivas uh, struggle against a high press, like they can't figure it out and I think it just comes back to the to the back line when you can't turn around and give it to your center backs and expect them to make a good pass back to you you put 
you put um, Orbelin, you put Michael Perez, you put them in a situation where they either lose the ball because they don't want to give it to you, or they do give it to you and you lose the ball, and them being the center backs. So I think the center backs are, right now the center backs are screwing us. Marin Sancido, he's decent, but I don't know, for some reason, like, his first touch has been trash. He doesn't control the ball, and it seems like he's always ends up bodying somebody and then, like, just getting rid of the ball. Barely. And, like, on the first goal, you saw it, we saw it happen. Like, he, I think he tried to make a tackle, tried to receive the ball, and he, had, he was unlucky that it bounced off Funes Mori. But then he just got bodied. Like, I think the other thing is, like, it's not even that just their first touch. It's, like, they have terrible placement. Like, they, they're, they're reading the ball when, when, like, when it's coming in the air, when the other guy is, like, when, when a, a opposing player is coming towards them, or even when they're just marking them. It's just, like, they, they, the, Salcido and Marin have both had terrible, like, field placement. Um, where they're supposed to be, you know, how they're supposed to be, um, pressuring these these attackers. Yeah, well, we saw that last. Uh, what was it? The Necaxa game, right? The header. Salcido was just like completely lost. He had no idea where he was supposed to be. Yeah, I mean that that happened again this this week too. Like, well, that was on um, this time. It was Marin, right? Where he kind of, yeah, he was kind of just watching the whole the whole play unfold. And then he kind of just needs like, oh crap, I, I should probably close that angle, but it was too late because Ortado had had him, and got the shot off. Yeah, that first goal, that first goal, felt like it, like it kind of like deflated the whole team because like we were almost out of the half, and I felt like if we could go into the half zero zero after the half we had endured. It would have been great. Yeah, like uh, you felt you felt that you felt that goal coming with all that pressure from Monterrey and Chivas yeah. just not holding on to the ball. Although, like at the same, but when we had, when we started the half, um, I had it in my notes that I felt like they were unlucky to score, and Chivas was unlucky to score in the first three minutes. Um, Chelsea's had a a good sh- a shot that he didn't get all of it, like he cut in. And he tried to blast it, but he got, like, kind of shanked it at the goalie. And then Pizarro had an opportunity, too, that uh, I thought, I think he didn't get to it. But, and then I had it that after the eighth minute, Monterrey just pressed the crap out of us. And that's kind of when... Controlled it. Yeah, they just took over the game. They they were kind of like, you know, they took... Like, when in a boxing match, you know, you you just got to get punched in the face once and then... You kind of get into rhythm. I feel like that's what Monterrey did. They they took the fury and then like the flurry and then took over the game. Yeah, and I figured that was going to be their game plan. I figured their game plan was going to be like, hey, we're gonna we're, we we've, we've been talking about it on this podcast for weeks now. How Chivas Chivas do not do well when you pressure them. Yeah. Um, and um, that's exactly what happened. Uh, I was hoping we could get we could go into the half with a zero zero draw, um, but we didn't. And at the same time, while it was like demoralizing, like I felt like 
it also helped because it, you know, like it helped light a fire on the team's ass going into the second half. Like Almeida could use that. Like, like, like you guys are home. What are you doing? Like, let's you know, fucking play like we're supposed to play. Um, and then we go into the second half, and he made changes. Uh, he took out he took out Orbelin for for uh, Pulido, right? Yeah, he took out Orbelin for Pulido, and he took out Aris and put in Brizuela. But I think that Aris I, substitution was injured. Was- he got a, yeah, he got his knee knocked up. He was so injured. Pulled him up. Uh, so then he moves Carlos Cisneros to left back. Yep. Um, and then we never he saw dro- him again. He, drop, he drops... He drops... Um, he put Bizarro back. Back in the middle. Back. And he dropped Chofis yeah. more. You know, he put Chofis on, on, right. yeah, yeah. on the right. Yeah, he put Chofis on the right. And he put Polido in the in the middle again as well. And I think he put Brizuela on the left and top. Um, um, so now it's kind of like the regular lineup. And I mean, within like a minute of like the first half starting, I think it was like a, I think it was like a play that started with Polido, who passed it to Trophies, and then Trophies gave like a no look pass to. To Pizarro and um, to be honest, I thought Ronaldo was should have scored it. He well, did it, and then Pulido was Pulido was right there behind him. Yeah, that, um, Pizarro built that play up. He he got I think yeah he dribbled it from our side to, to the yeah. other side. He took it into the into Monterrey's half. He built that play up, so he's like you yeah. know the work yeah. rate there again. Yeah, one from our half to the end of the Monterrey's half. But yeah, that was a that was a good good play, and it's kind of um, it's a it's a play that they've been building. Like now that we see the Cisneros and Polito connection, like I feel like that's the second time we've scored off a off a play that works like that, where they just cross yeah. the ball, and um, Cisneros. I don't at this point, I think they're doing it on purpose, where he he runs up to the first post as kind of like a distraction, so if he misses yeah. it, he pulls defender. So if he misses. Bolivar's we'll right there to clean it up, and it's uh, who do we score on like that? Um, we score on the exact, yeah, exact same way. Yeah, like yeah, uh, Cisneros exactly. misses the the first initial attempt, and then Bolivar's uh, we'll there to clean it up. And I think that's the play that they're they're working. They they have to be working on that play. It has to be on purpose at this point. And I mean, it's, oh. it's looking. It looks good when they're both out there, uh, Cisneros and Bolivar. It just no, yeah. That, um, I mean, that's what happens. That's what happens when you have two strikers. I mean, one makes a near run, near post run. One makes a far post run, and you score goals like that, man. The the, the single striker with just Polito when he's never in the box wasn't working. Yeah. And to to be honest, I'm ready to sit both uh, Michael Perez and Orbeli, and just and play with guys on the there. Like, when he came in, because he comes into the game, well, actually, I'm getting ahead of myself, but uh, it just feels like, they, like they're like they not they're not playing up to par, both of them. Um, granted, uh, I, I still think that's due to the, like, the back line, like, they're not... I mean, they, the goal isn't get, their fault. Yeah, yeah, they get, they get crappy balls from the back line, so, like, they have no time to... 
control the ball, look up, see their options, because right away they're getting pressed. And then when they want to pass back, they don't have that, like that confidence that you, they're gonna do the right thing with the ball. But yeah, then Monterrey just came like right back and scored a goal again. After we we tied the game, it was it was like a two minute difference, I think. Yeah. It wasn't even on camera. Like um, I thought I yeah they were still they, they were still showing they were still showing the replay. Yeah, like all of a sudden the announcer yells and it's like Hurtado goal, and I was like, "What?" And I was like, <laughs> and it was such a bad like a bad read from Sarcido on on the ball coming in the air, and then it bounces like literally right in front of Aviles Hurtado, and like um, Marine is just watching him. He was he was dropped back like he wasn't on Hurtado. Which was the crazy part. He, like I said, he was kind of watching the play, the play unfold, and then he kind of woke up. He's like, "Oh shit, I should run up and try to close that angle." Although he didn't react at all. He, although Chapo, he reacted way too late. Chapo was on Hurtado too. So he was, it was but like half and half. That, uh, that like plan. Chapo was like behind him, and and uh, Marin was kind of like in front of him. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Marina just kind of like lags a days ago. Like he just, he just playing like a step behind. I don't know. Um, and then after that, I mean, Chivas took over after that. We we. I mean, aside from I think one play by uh, Funes Mori. Yeah. Where I, I he shot in, he kind of just kind of just goes like right by the goal. Um, well, yeah, he cleared he cleared Cota off of off of him. Yeah, and it was Marin that I guess watched it saved well. it because he closed the the open open and he he forced Funes Mori to try to put it to the far post. So maybe Marin yeah. saved us on that. But either way, yeah, they should have been up three one. But that was their only, I think that was like their only clear opportunity in the second half. Yeah, that was that was the most clearest one for them. And then Chivas had Chivas had a few. Chivas had um, there was one with trophies one on one, which I'm like surprised he missed it. Um, and then there was still there was still a bounce after that play. But yeah, that, Pulido got it. Pulido put it over the cross over the goal. Yeah. Then another another counter attack where Pulido kind of caught it from like outside the box, and it hits the the, the left post. Um, I mean, we had we had we had opportunities to tie, and um, we just we just couldn't do it. Yep, and um, the second half energy burst kind of going back to your point. It kind of started when um, Gael Sandoval came on onto the yes. pitch. He had a he has um I don't know I don't know how to say it in English the word for it, but uh. In Spanish, he said, they call it what, Cara, caracoleo? Like, he, he takes players on. He's a, yeah, he's a like, He likes a, to have the ball. He had, like, these nice passes. He set up trophies on that one-on-one with, um, what's the guy? With the name? goalie. Gonzalez, yeah. Yeah. And trophies just yeah, didn't he, he, angle that, it well that's enough. The one, that's the one where he went in between, like, two defenders. Yeah, he took on two and, then he, and, and got the ball yeah, off. And, well, I mean, that's like that's really good. That that's a positive for the team. 
that Gael is put that Gael is now comfortable where he's he's playing like that. And he, he was very high energy when he came on. The other thing is is Trophy's making these runs. This this is this isn't the first like this is this isn't the first time we've seen him make those runs this season. Where I mean, because he was like all the all, he he was like all the way across the box when he makes the run. Um, and it, it was a great pass by Sandoval. So I mean, eventually those 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 are gonna fall. Um, they yeah. did it on Sun on Saturday, but eventually they will. And it, it's I think it's a positive for the team that you know Trophy has continued has been consistently playing well. Uh, not just you know when he has the ball, but obviously when he doesn't have the ball. Uh, that this kid Gael Casanova can come off the bench and and kind of give the team a spark. Yeah, um, he put he put a couple of good balls in into the box. There's another one with um, Cisneros that uh, I think Cisneros just missed the ball, but it was like a diving diving header flick mm-hmm. that yes, uh, Gonzalez yes, yes. pushed out of the. It was a corner kick, but Cisneros barely missed it. If he would have got a touch on it, it would have probably been a goal. But that again, that was uh, Sandoval putting good balls in. He had he had a couple of good good balls in this game. So I'm excited to see what he can uh, contribute to the team going forward if he gets the opportunities. Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean that's the. I mean, that's, that's that's pretty much it for the game. I mean, um, who else came on? Well, that that, those were, that was Sandoval. He was our third sub because Pulido and um, yes, Sandoval went Pulido. up. Sandoval went up in the left. Yeah, he played Sandoval left wing. Played, he played left wing, and Cone went down to right back. Uh, yeah. Again, Almeida went went super super offensive, um, um, trying yeah, to get the draw. Yeah, you have to. I mean, people people don't like the subs sometimes, but I feel like he's trying to win. It's not like he's not trying to win. Yeah, and Monterrey caught us on a. It was a three-on-one counterattack that they didn't capitalize yeah. on. Yeah. So. But, yeah, that was yeah that's like the. That again, when you go so offensive, you leave yourself open to those counterattacks. This time they, uh, well, it was I think the center back that had the ball that was running up the field, so we got lucky that he his passing isn't. Great up to par, like not a cam or a or a left wing right wing player. I think I'm not sure who broke that up. I kind of want to say Marine, but I don't because I feel like he would have fucked it up. No, I don't think it was him. I don't know, but yeah, like yeah, the the counter attacks were there for the other team. But it's just like every other other game that we've had. We uh, these teams. Don't capitalize, but this time we didn't capitalize either. Yeah, we 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 definitely need to take advantage of our opportunities. <sighs> um, uh, any other talking points for the game that you guys remember, or uh, as like to summarize the game? I I had in my notes that. It was a good second half after like a terrible first half, and uh, you know the team the team's working well. They're playing well. It's not we don't we don't look terrible out there. We don't look bad, and it's like shades of the of the team that won the championship. That when we went on the run, 
It's like shades of that. We're getting, we're getting back there. We're getting away from the team that we were last season. No, yeah, I think, I think regardless of all the off-the-field stuff, I think the team is, is playing well. It's playing how we ended the season last season. And I think right now Almeida is just trying to find his lineup, like the, like the lineup that works best. And I think we're seeing that a lineup with two strikers works best. I think Corbelin is. You've seen that Orbelin is still not not there yet. Um, and he got and he got pulled this this week. So yeah. Um, so I think that you know I think Almeida still still trying to find. Um, I, th- I think Almeida still trying to find you know the 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 ideal lineup. Um, and. You know, I mean, just kind of segueing into you know who's next, but we we have a, a relatively you know not that difficult opponent up next, and that that could help. I mean, um, with the team, obviously, Adis is injured, Police is kind of nicked up, um, a couple guys are off on the call up, but. You know the the rival that we have up next could help, could help. Um, you know, slow, bring down the pressures. I think if we, if we if we were to lose again, I think the pressure is definitely going to start mounting, and um, it could be bad. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at this game like the same way I looked at the Nekaxa game. Looks like uh, it's set up for us to take three points. And it helps that uh, Puebla is a very um, Chivas-friendly city. It's basically a home game when we go play play in Puebla. The stands, think, don't, stands we, are don't like we have any bad wet. luck as of recent? Uh, no, looking at our head-to-heads for like the last couple of games, I think we've lost one to them and we've won three. So we won our last three out of four. Yeah, and um, so so that's a, so that, that so that's a positive. We lost one uh, nil last time, but before that, we beat them three two, two nil, and three nil. So I think it's like I don't want to call it a slump because it's not a slump, but it's a you know slump breaker going to Puebla. Even though they I mean, they are higher on the table than us and have won more games, they beat Tigres, which is. I think it was a fluke, I mean, we, but they be they just can't take it away from them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll uh, who coaching? I think Ojitos Mesa coaches him. Yeah. Uh so I mean, he's a good coach, and, and I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna be a good game. Um, but at the same time, I feel like we should win. I think we're the more talented team, like. Regardless of our depth on the back line, she was still one of the most talented teams in the league without without foreigners. Um, so we should win, and we we, we and they play well. It's not like we don't play; we play very well. Uh, we just can't score, which is clearly very important in soccer. <laughs> um, but but the team plays well, and so I think we should win. Yeah, Puebla. 
like looking at their matchups that they've had, they beat Tigres 2-1. They lost to Morelia 1-0. They beat Veracruz 2-0. And then they lost to Tijuana 2-0. Tijuana has been playing very, like not good football. So they're coming off a loss to Tijuana. Okay, and so there. That is the New York ambulance. I think he's picking it up. <laughs> yes, it is. Yep, there you go. This is what I sleep to in New York. It probably, it probably, it probably rocks you to sleep. It does. Can't sleep here in the if, suburbs, I, if I don't here, hear... Uh... Here in the suburbs, we don't hear things like that. <laughs> we asked the fire department and the ambulance to please shut off their sirens. <laughs> As they drive through. As they drive through, yeah. No lights either. Just uh, be on your way. Um, so how do you think? How do you guys think we'll win? How do you guys think we'll? How do you guys think we'll, we'll do? Well, I'm, I'm kind of. I I think we'll. If if there wasn't a, a Mexico game and we didn't have players called up, I'd be like a hundred percent sure we're gonna win. But you also have to think about the lineup that Matias might put out because these players are going to play tomorrow or tonight because everyone's going to listen to it on Wednesday because, you know, it's going to be a one one day of rest if you get to risk all of them. This is true. This is true. Because Pizarro's going to play. Pineda's probably yeah. going to play. Alanis is probably going to play at left back, which is... Makes no sense, but that's a sodium. Cota's probably going to play. I mean, but he's he's a goalie, so um, he'll be all right. Unless he gets hurt. Doesn't count. Unless he gets hurt, but hopefully not. Do you guys think um, you guys think it'll affect our lineup on Friday, or I mean, I mean it it's will. Going to, I mean yes, it, but how? Yeah, how it's going to affect the lineup. Affect the lineup. Uh, I think some guys will only play forty-five minutes. Um. For Chivas or for Chivas? Okay. I think for uh, both. Yeah. I think for both. Well, I don't think Puebla has. No, I'm talking about for Mexico game. Yeah, and, yeah that's uh, what Chivas I'm talking game. about. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think guys will play 45 minutes for both. Um, I don't see why they can't play both games 90 minutes. I mean, they're athletes. This is what they do. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're probably going to play 45 minutes. I mean, at least Pizarro will probably play the second half of the Chivas game. Because uh, he's probably going to start. Um, I mean, or probably. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. You can never guess a, With a Osorio Osorio. lineup. Yeah. Um, but Pizarro probably play the second half. I would assume um, Pineda will probably play the second half. So, I mean, we might see a lineup where, like, uh, for Chivas, where it's the same back line as normal. Uh, maybe Adis doesn't play depending on his injury. Maybe Mayorga plays because I've, I've been seeing Mayorga a lot in like the Chivas social media pictures on their on their story on Instagram. Yeah. So maybe Mayorga starts at left back. Um, I mean, we have. I can see uh, that. He could drop um, Cisneros again. Cisneros there, yeah. Or he could throw in on Brizuela. Um, I mean, I could see that too. I could see Cisneros at left back, Brizuela at at left wing. All right, so uh, all right, so let's let's do this. So Pineda, say Pineda doesn't play. Who do we have that comes in for him? Sandoval. Sandoval, and that's yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like he'd be the number one option. 
to replace Bineta for that game. Pizarro doesn't. Pizarro doesn't play. Who plays for him? I think this is where it's a little tricky. Or if he played Pizarro on the left, Brizuela. Brizuela. If they line up, if they line him up at left wing, you don't want him playing through the middle. Well, I don't want him playing in the middle. Who Brizuela? Yeah. No, he's probably gonna line up at left wing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then who else do we have? We have Pizarro, Pineda, Alanis. Well, Alanis isn't playing, so. Yeah, so, so I could see, I could see, us. I could see Carlos Cisneros. I could see Carlos Cisneros. If, Ara, if Aris doesn't play, oh, that's I could see Carlos Cisneros. Yeah, uh, left back. I think it'll depend on Aris. Right? If Aris doesn't play, he'll draw, he'll put Cisneros there. Right? If Aris does play, he'll put Cisneros at left wing. At, at left wing, and he'll put Brizuela at right wing. And then you put trophies in the middle with um, Ronaldo. What about Pulido? Oh, Pulido's, Pulido's injured. Supposedly, Supposedly. I, I don't think he's injured. I just think. But I, I don't. I don't. I think he might play forty-five minutes. I don't think he'll play the whole game. So same as the Monterrey. As the game? other guys, yeah. Second half, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's. Um, yeah, the lineup's something we have to think about because of the Mexico game again. But at a left back, I think I'd like to see Mayorga play there. Because I've been saying, you know, Aris hasn't been in top form, and I think Mayorga, you know, he's young, he's hungry, he he can he can step up, take that starting role, maybe. I mean. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him play, seeing him play, especially if he plays well. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Uh, predictions for the game? Score lines? We need to win. I mean, we we definitely need to win. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say two one. Hello. What do you think? Uh, because of the of the lineups and then, then having to play in the Mexico game, I would say two one as well. If we didn't have the Mexico game this week, I would say three one. But uh, I, I think as long as we get the win two one, I'm happy. All right, I'm gonna go two nil. Although I think they, I don't know. I think I feel like they're gonna surprise us if he puts in young kids in there. They might surprise us. Maybe 3-0, but 2-0. I'll go 2-0 win for Chivas. And this way we segue into our Twitter questions. Let's see what we have this week. We put out the tweet late, so we probably don't have as much as we usually do. Let me start it off with... With Rigo's brother. That you already know. He said. We need a 10 minute segment. Slandering. <laughs> slandering Osorio for not calling trophies up. Even after injuries. Yeah that's true. We didn't. We didn't talk Man, about trophies. We didn't talk about trophies not getting called up. Because I'm tired bro. I'm tired. <laughs> fed up. I, I, I don't even want to like. I'm going through like seven stages of grief. 
Like, I, I just, I'm fed up with this coach. Like, I really, I don't believe anything he has to say, like, philosophically about soccer. Like, it's just nonsense. Like, he contradicts himself all the time. And, um, like, he talks about how he wants to take the best players available. Um, but he takes guys that aren't playing. He talks. He, he he essentially calls the guys he calls up trash because the to him the best players are the European ones. But then he plays with he plays with uh, these rotaciones uh, where you're letting guys in who are supposedly not up to par to what you think is good. So why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just play with the best? Like he's just full of shit, and I. I, I completely hate him <laughs> with like um so him not calling trophies is fucking ridiculous um because he took Jurgen Dam who was in the bathroom probably doing coke um when he got arrested oh. <laughs> um yeah. he's not even that good and he's having a terrible season yeah, I mean he's he's already not that great, but then on top of that, he's having a terrible season. Oh, are we finally admitting that Jurgen Dam is overrated? He's been overrated. <laughs> I've been saying that shit for like three years. Have now. you, Flo? I feel like you haven't. I feel like oh, you haven't. Oh, are you haven't. kidding me? I don't know. I feel like you haven't. I don't know. I got to go back and check, but I've been oh, saying man. it since the beginning. Like, kid was fast. I've, I've been calling him the Mexican Theo Walcott forever. He's like yeah. he's like, like a, he's like he's like another he's like another Carlos Fierro is what he is. He's a more like accepted Carlos Fierro. More, yeah, more yeah, like that, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. Carlos Fierro. Carlos Fierro is like loved by the Mexican media. Like every other fucking opportunity, he's like, "Oh, Chivas let go of Carlos Fierro." I'm like, "Bro, that he that like that like skin privilege, man." He fucking sucks. <laughs> he dates his mom. Like it's crazy. Um. But uh, that's those are my thoughts on Osorio and the selection. All right, Flo. Was it ten minutes? It felt like ten minutes. <laughs> a little short, I think. But Flo, you live in San Antonio. You have one job: find Osorio and deliver the hands. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to hit up our bone, our boy T Bone, see where the hotel's at. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna punch him. I'm like this. One, this one's for Rigo. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna like stomp on him with some Tims. <laughs> Please, by all means, go go do that. I'm gonna I'm wear a do rag too. <laughs> of course, this podcast is not condone violence. All right, so don't. <laughs> if you're listening, don't don't go stomp somebody with Tims. Unless the coach of the Mexican national team. But we don't condone violence. Hey, uh, that reminds me. When uh, Chivas was going through their dark times, I would, I would um, at Jorge Vergara on Twitter. And then they had that friendly in New Jersey. And I was like, hey, at Jorge Vergara, are you going to travel with the team so you can get these hands? And then, like, 20 minutes later, I was blocked by Jorge Vergara. I mean, does he, he understands these hands? I, I, like, that's crazy. I guess so. I don't know. But I got blocked. Uh, he was probably like, what is this, English? Block. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next uh, Twitter question. At 
Eddie GMF on Twitter says, Who do you see as Chivas' biggest rivals? He said, I am personally from Jalisco, so I see Atlas as our number one rivals. It's an organic rivalry to me. I also know many, many America fans thought so. No, many America fans though, so I never want to lose to them. But I put that at number two. What y'all think? So to you guys, who's uh, Chivas' number one rival? To me, America. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm from Jalisco, too. Um, but, like, I just grew up around America fans. Like, I don't know any Atlas fans, like, or very few Atlas fans. Even where I'm from in Jalisco, like, there's very few of them that I knew, and I never really considered it a rival. To me, it's, like, kind of like the the Yankees and the Mets, kind of. Uh, where 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 one team sucks, or like the Knicks, well, the Knicks suck too. It's a bad example. Uh, the Giants yeah. and the Jets, Damn. or uh, shots at all my teams. Yeah, you oh, know bad, the, you know sorry, the, sorry. The Yankees suck too, by the way, though. But whatever. The Yankees <laughs> do suck too. I hate the Yankees, but I mean, if you were to look at the rivalry, it's kind of like that. Meanwhile, uh, not that Boston has as many championships as as. Um, the Yankees, but I feel like it's a more even rivalry. Uh, whereas in the Mets are just looked down upon, and that's how I feel how Chivas looks down upon Atlas. So I never really felt it. I never really like. I mean, I I feel the rivalry. I never want to lose against them. But like, if they lose, like, like the next day doesn't bother me because I don't know no Atlas fans, so they're not gonna like heckle me about it. But if we lose to America, to America, or even when Chivas loses like regular games and America wins, like when they're not even playing each other. Like, I get, like, like America fans in my text messages, yo, so what's good with Chivas, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, hey, you guys, man, just, like, shut the hell up. Like, <laughs> this past, this past 13 week, rings, bro. This past week on Saturday, people win our mentions with ja, 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 ha, ha. Oh, yeah. Some, like, <laughs> like America troll account. Like, what are you even talking about? And he's like, I'm not going to explain myself. But yeah, the best way as as a as a troll myself, the best way to like respond to a troll is like just respond with like question marks. Because then they like they're like, did he really not get what I was what I sent him? And that's <laughs> then they're all confused. Their troll. Yeah, 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 and they feel dumb. Yeah, but I mean, to me, I think America's our number one rival. Yeah, 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 same, same for me, and it it goes back to the whole uh, like people people that I know, like I don't I don't know any yeah. Atlas fans, and I know we America know America fans. Oh, well, uh, Jose from from Straight our goat. TCKFC. Shout Straight out to, to shout out to Jose. But um, yeah, like okay, I know one Atlas fan, but then I know a bunch of America. I'm not going to call them fans. I'm going to call them plastic fans. Because they only come out when they play Chivas. Uh, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you talk to them and ask them, hey, how do America do? They're like, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. But let them beat Chivas on, on the weekend and they, they definitely know. But yeah, I just, I hate, I hate America fans. So it's America for me. Yeah, America fans Mad annoying B. Atlas <laughs> doesn't have fans. 
Like I went to I went to Ross the other day and they had an Atlas jersey there. That's how I know they ain't got fans. Their shit it's at Ross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question from Fern, aka the Stray Goat. He said, uh, "What if Chivas isn't competitive again for another ten years? Should we should we wait or become LAFC fans?" Asking for a friend. Thanks, XOXO. Uh, no, Fern. <laughs> Nobody should watch LAFC. Nobody should root for a team with Carlos Vela. <laughs> I think Fern already has season tickets. To be honest, I'm sure he does. Yeah, I think I think he does. I think he tweeted. I think he's like. Uh, I think his account is sponsored by LAFC. <laughs> yeah. I think he has the badge tatted over his heart already, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's getting a tattoo of the LAFC logo. Their merch their merch is all right, though. Like, that logo? The, yeah, the, the, the logo is pretty fire. With the, like, logo, the merch is yeah. fire. Yeah, it's pretty fire. I'm not even going front. But, but Chivas uh, will, but not, still fuck will not be... Uh, they're going to be competitive. They're not going to wait another decade to win the championship. They're, you know, they're competing with... Top level teams. They, this last season they didn't get the results, but we beat one of the best Liga MX teams for the championship last year. Well, we're gonna be in it. Yeah, I think we'll not, be in the league. Yeah. Not panic time. Then, next question is funny fat underscore guy Ivan. He said. Should Almeida throw some shade at Osorio for returning Pulido injured? I mean, I don't... Um, let's put on our tinfoil caps right now <laughs> for a little bit of uh, conspiracy theories. But I mean, shade, uh, shade at Osorio is always a good thing, so... Well, Almeida threw shade at Osorio at the press conference after the Monterrey game. And um, uh, that uh, Football Picante interview, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, they asked Almeida. They asked Almeida why he didn't put out a niece. He talks about how he wanted to put out a niece. He thought about putting him at left back, but he's like, I just don't see him as a left back. So I mean, that was the shade because he's he got a call up to the national team as a left back. Um. So uh, he threw shade at him there, but I think Pulido now Pulido being sent back. I think I don't think he's that injured. I think. He might be touched up, and I think Almeida doesn't want him to get more injured, so that's why they sent him back. I think it's just like a little fall injury. Like I don't think he's completely injured. I think it's just Almeida was like, you know what? I don't want you to go and get more injured. Say that you're hurt and come back because I've seen reports that like his his supposed injury, like it's like a three day recovery, which is why which is why I think he'll play 45 minutes of the second half of the game. Yeah. Instead of a instead of throwing shade, I'd rather him throw them hands at JCO. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think I'd like to see him uh, square up. <laughs> Colombians hate Argentinians, and Argentinians hate Colombians, so it, w- it would be a good matchup. Oh yeah, I didn't. I, ne- I didn't think about that. I just realized that. But yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think a Bolivia's hurt. He didn't even, I don't even think he trained with the national team. He just got there, got checked out by the doctors, and got sent back. 
So uh, I don't. Think yeah, this he like he was on, there for like two seconds. Yeah, this one's not on Osorio, even though, you know, we approve of Shade being thrown at Osorio. Next question is from, oh crap, what's our whole Twitter name? Jackie Towers. Um, Jackie underscore Towers says, uh, what do you think, feel about Sophia, the first of his name not getting called up? So Sophia here being uh, Trophies, because that's the, the girl that he got nicknamed after. Well, we went, we went over that and how we're not happy about that. Yeah. So, thank you for your question, Jackie. And thank you for sending us this YouTube video of uh, <laughs> the girl who the trophies look like. We will watch that after the podcast. Oh, yeah. And by we, I mean me. Uh, I'll watch that, I too. I will go, too. I will, too. <laughs> we'll retweet it so everybody can watch it. <laughs> and the last question comes from at dude, it's Danny with one N. He said... What do you think about these claims that no Chivas players are ready for European football? Who do you guys think is ready from the current squad? So I guess uh, who said that? Osorio. Oh, Osorio claims, said that. Claims oh, okay. So Osorio again with said, that bullshit. Osorio said the only there are four players in Mexico that are ready for Europe: Nestor Araujo, which I'm inclined to agree with. Jurgen Dam. Yeah, me too. Jurgen Dam. I no. This guy's no, no, stop it. Edson Alvarez. I don't think so. I, I, yet. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, he's you young. He's, he's young, but he's young? good. Maybe I think like one more year, just because he's so young. And uh, possibly Jesus Gallardo. I I can't comment on Jesus Gallardo because I don't I don't watch him play enough. Yeah, no, but like, like one of like like uh, one of the comments in this screenshot uh, says, um, "Está bien pendejo." <laughs> um, that's that's how I feel when somebody says stuff like this. Uh, um, guys in the current Chivas squad that could go, I think uh, Pizarro, um, Pulido was already there. Um, trophies, obviously. He should be making the jump to Barcelona anytime. <laughs> um, who else? Who else? Orbelin. If it was if it was the season of the championship, I probably would say yes. But he's had a lot of drop off. Um, I mean, that doesn't mean that he can't recover that game when he's in Europe. Uh, but I mean, those are the guys who I would who would who would be in Europe. It would be like Pulido, Pizarro, Chofis, Orbelin. I don't see anybody else in the team that has European qualities. Maybe guys in the wild, but we have we've seen very little of him. Yeah, not not yet. I, I mean, think. Come on, uh, Golet Benya can play in Europe. Like, <laughs> I mean, he played for Rangers. It's like the MLS. So. That's fucking. I mean, is that where he thinks Jurgen Dam can play in, or what? I have no idea what he thinks. <laughs> He's drunk. But yeah, definitely um, Pizarro for me. Pizarro could easily. Oh, and play, and uh, he Spanish could play at a, he could play in the Bundesliga, play in Eredivisie, he could play in uh, Liga Nos, uh, he could play in, in a lot of leagues. He, he's that good. Yeah. Yeah, I think Pizarro is probably the 
number one candidate, I think, to go to Europe from Chivas. Uh, trophies for me, I think I'd rather see him at Chivas for one more, one more year, just because um, this season is kind of when he's making all these strides and getting getting better. I think he needs to play at this level for at least like a year before he goes to Europe and like uh, I don't know, he has to he has to play consistently because if you go to Europe, you drop off, you're gonna be on that bench and then. To get off that bench is another. It's like another. Mission. I mean the the problem with Mexico is like I feel like we're always waiting for players to develop while other countries send their players over to develop in Europe, and they just they do it. They develop like so many guys that go over already when they're like older. Like, uh, Marco Fabian was already older when he went. Uh, Miguel Ayun was already older. Um, I don't remember how old Guardado was. Maybe 23. Um, but I feel like for Chofit, I feel like now is the age to go. Like, at 23. I mean, ideally, like, he would have been gotten a call to the national team. He would have had a breakout World Cup where he scored seven goals. Um, Mexico would have reached the quarterfinals. And uh, and then Barcelona would have signed him, but now he didn't call him up, and he's not going to call him up at all. I don't. I mean, I, I doubt it. I mean, there has to be a lot of injuries for him to call him up. But Mexico probably will make it, possibly out of the first round of the group stage. And that's about it. Um, so Chovy's going to have to wait for his time before he can go to Europe. Um, yeah, I mean, Juan Carlos Osorio needs to stop with this. If you play in Europe, you're better. Bullshit. I mean, he would never call Marco Fabian up for the roster. And then as soon as he went to Europe, bam, he was called up very next time. So, I mean, I, I just don't get it. It's, it's like he doesn't actually watch the games or something. He's just like, oh, who's playing in Europe? That's who we're calling up. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm, playing in Europe I'm doesn't necessarily mean – playing in Europe doesn't necessarily mean that you're – Better or well, you're even playing. These guys aren't even playing over there. Um, so yeah, I'm sick of it too. I'm with Flo on this one. <laughs> All right, I think uh, that wraps up this episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. Uh, you guys have anything? You can let them know where to find you guys. If you gotta plug anything. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at r dot a r d o t a y e. Um, that's it. Hello. Uh, Hello. You can find me on Twitter as well, uh, at the real flow, and you can follow our pro clubs team at TCKFC, where you can see Gran Tom Marshall play in the <laughs> midfield. Even though we don't play anymore, because everybody moved on oh, yeah. to Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, we uh we took a break because FIFA's on that bullshit and everybody's ninety nine overall. So once they fix that, we'll be back though. <laughs> uh, shout out to Hector. He got mad that we didn't shout him out last last time. <laughs> he got mad for and didn't shout him out. Oh, I take my shout out oh, back yeah. then. Not us, so take that shout out back. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter. At underscore dos uno. 
If you don't follow the Twitter, the podcast Twitter handle yet, it's at Chivas del Norte. And lastly, you know, you guys, if you enjoyed the podcast, if you want to let us know what you think, we'd appreciate it if you guys uh, rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. If you listen to on SoundCloud, drop comments in there. Uh, let us know what you think, what we can do better, any segments you'd like to hear, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But that's a wrap. We're out. Peace. Peace.